transformation is a is a big word and it's a God word. For those those who came up to share about transformation, they won't hear at 31st uh, at our we had a, a short service on the 31st. Um, that was the word that I described what God had done at the end of the year and what He's going to do um, this year. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to hear God confirming what is in His heart. Amen? And none of us want to get stuck in the old ways. Anyone? We want new things, and our God is a creator of new things. Amen? He birthed things. And, and 2019, in the Hebrew calendar, 5779, nine is... is it's a fruit of the Spirit, the nine fruit of the Spirit. And it takes nine months to birth a baby. You know, this is a year, I just want to declare to you, this is a year that God is going to birth things that is in you, that has been in you. He placed that in you, and He is going to bring, cause it to come to birthing this year. Amen? Amen. Yes. And, and, and this year, and it's important that we place the Word of God in our heart. We begin to read and study the Word of God because in John, it says that in the beginning, there was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. In the beginning, at the start, this is the first service in 2019, we need to get back to the Word according to what God has intended it to be. It was never intended to be religious a law. It's intended to set us free and transform us, free us in, from whatever that is holding us back. In the beginning, God, just not too long, with the whole world, the whole world paused and celebrated the, the birth of Jesus. God, for God so loved the world that He sent Jesus to us. God made flesh and dwell among men. That was in His Word. And more than dwelling among men, the Word, when we come into knowing Jesus, accept Jesus into our own heart, the Word no longer among us, but in us. The Word live in us. Right? And that word is Jesus Himself. In Jesus, there is power. We were worshiping. How beautiful to worship the name of Jesus. Because in Jesus, there is victory. He conquered all things. In Jesus, there is healing. In Jesus, there is comfort. In Jesus, there is deliverance. In Jesus, He teaches and He leads us. Everything that you will ever need is in Jesus, the Word. Made flesh and dwell in us. Right? The Word of God is inspired by God. The Word is inspired by God in 2 Timothy 3.16. He said, it's, it's profitable for teaching, training, correcting, and rebuking. Amen? And then it says that um, the Word is living in Hebrews 4.12. It says that the Word of God is living and active. It's not dead. It's not dead. It's living and active. It has a power when the Holy Spirit breathes on it. It begins to change things in your life. We need to have the Word of God as the authority in our life. There are times that when you are down, when I'm down, I read the Word, the Word, I begin to submit to that Word. 
that word begin to resurrect my emotion because the word is the authority. The word align my behavior. The word, when I'm just beginning to wander away, the word cause pull me back and cause me to be centered in Christ. So in the beginning, in 2019, we need to let the Word of God to be the authority in our life. How can it be the authority if we do not study the Word? So Casey City Church, we want to fall in love with the Word of God. Word of God is Jesus. May flesh in us. We want to fall, we want to see things because Holy Spirit, this year is beautiful that Mita shared that Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide it and bring fresh perspective and open different facets that we have not seen before. We need Him. He's our teacher, the Word of God said. He's our teacher. He leads us. And um, so um, in saying that, we need to hide the word. In Psalms 119, 11, it says that I hide the word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. And the word of God is the lamb unto our feet and the light unto our path. How can we be lamb and light if we do not know the word? So this year, we need to fall in love with that word because it's going to guide us. In saying that, I just want to share from 1 Samuel 16. And, and uh, Samuel, um, Prophet Samuel is a well-known prophet. And, and, and the Lord has told him, you know, I have appointed a new king. I have appointed one of um, Jesse's sons to be the king. Go to Jesse's house in Bethlehem, all right, and, and appoint, anoint David and Samuel said, How can it be? It said, if Saul found out, if he heard, I might be killed. But the Lord was very clear go to Jesse's house, and in there I have appointed one of his sons. It was very clear. But Samuel said, How? But the Lord told him, I will show you. And then when he went there, and then the Lord told him, I will indicate to you. Sometimes God gives you a big picture. You know very well what to do. You're absolutely clear. But doesn't mean that all the details will be shown. That causes us to lean on Him and be led by Him. You know, it's just because you know everything doesn't mean that everything is spelled out. But He said, I will show you. He told Samuel, and then he said, I will indicate to you. When Samuel went to Jesse's house to consecrate the sacrifice, there was a big party. Jesse and all his sons were there. And then Eliab came, and, and, and Samuel saying, whoa, this might be the one. You know, he's of great stature. And, and the Lord said, no, he's not the one. For man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Son number one, pass. Nope, this is not the one. Son number two, pass. Nope, this is not the one. Three, four, five, six, seven sons went past, and the Lord said, none of them. There was no sons there, present. And then Samuel said, is that all? Then Jesse remembered, oh, one more. Son number eight, David. He is tending the sheep. If, if 
even if you are not invited to a big party, God will never forget you. If His hand upon you, He will call you out. David was attending sheep where he was a um, responsible shepherd. In, while he was tending sheep, he, he protected the sheep by killing the bear and the lion, if you read the word, right? It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of love for what he was doing. And he was responsible. He killed them all, right? And in, you know that he learned to play the harp. He learns to worship while he was tending the sheep. And, and he, he began to write songs and he just enjoyed the presence. That is when in the place at the backside where he was to man was not important, but to God that was the most important place that he needed to be. So he was tending the sheep. And that is what I'm going to, is leading me into the passage today. I'm going to preach out of this passage the most well-known psalms that everybody knows. Take a wild guess, what psalm is that? Psalms, you see, 23. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Ryan. The Lord is my shepherd. 2019, we need to refocus and let God be our shepherd. He never promised that we will not go through challenging time, but He promised that He will be there. Amen? So we need to refocus and really fix our eyes on the Lord, our shepherd. He said, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. I, I always like, when I read a passage, I go to different version to get a different perspective. When you are so familiar with something, we take things for granted. So, I like, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want because He feeds me, He guides me, and He shields me. I shall not want. And um, the Lord is my shepherd. Can we, can I have the passage, uh, Ryan, show the Psalm 23? NIV, can, can we stand together and read Psalms 23 together? Let's go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Move on. It's me. It's I down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. You may be seated. May the Lord bless his word. How powerful is that? It is not something to be just read. Um, it's something for us to hold on tight in 2019. The Lord, no matter what circumstance you've been through. You know what? When, when David wrote that Psalms, you know it's written by David. He wrote it because he knows as a shepherd how much he cares for his sheep. As a shepherd, he will only lead the sheep where the sheep needs to be, to be fed, to be protected. He had a rod that will protect the sheep. We know that he killed the lion and the bear. He gave his life. But yet, these Psalms was written more from the perspective of the sheep. In the Bible, there is about over 200 times it mentioned about us as sheep. And we have a good shepherd that laid down his life. He said that, I know my sheep and my sheep knows my voice. And because sheep, if it, um, I won't go too detailed about, and, and you do a little study about sheep, sheep um, can lack a little intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes they can be a bit stupid. And, and, and then sheep also is defenseless. That's why you need the shepherd to lead, to be led by the sheep. And this shepherd loves us so much. I'm just going to go verse by verse, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Now, many hear that you have young children. I remember when my kids were young, even when they were tired, they said, no, they are not. They became more active. So as a mom, I have to make them to lie down. <laughs> they have nap. It's time to sleep. I remember one of my children had gone through quite a bit of pain to really train her to oh, give away. <laughs> Yeah, to lie down. And Olivia, I didn't know. I, I trained my three boys in beautifully. They slept through the night at nine months into fabulous, but the girl was active. And I was saying, no, I went to this clinic and um, uh, he said, um, she was running about. And then I said, oh, she's active. No, she's tired. The nurse taught me to look out for the sign. All right, she was fighting her tiredness by being more active. So I have to make her to lie down. <laughs> and our good shepherd, sometimes it's not just children, adults too, you know? And still, you know, we run about, do a lot of things, right? Sometimes God will make us to lie down on green 
pastures where we need to feed and we need it to rest. And he restores my soul. Have you been battle-worn with your emotion? You know what? This shepherd wants to restore our souls. And he can do a very good job. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, we are lost. He make a way where there seem to be no way. He begin to carve out the path. His word begin to light up the path that we walk in it for his name's sake. That we may be transformed to be like him. We are not saved so that we can um, have everything. You realize in this world, a lot of people have everything and still unhappy, depressed. So he knows where to lead us for his namesake because when they look at you and I, they look at our Lord Jesus. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. At the onset, we set our mind, no matter where I will be, what I experienced this year, I know he will never forsake me. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Wherever you, your uncertainty, what's going to happen, God is already there. Because he has conquered all fear, I don't have to be fearful. Fear will sometimes still sneak its way. We all know. Cause you to think, what if? How can this be? But just be reminded that he is your shepherd. He is my shepherd. He will lead me and he is with me and he has conquered every sin and death. If there are habits that so bind us, there are thought patterns that so bind us, and, and he has conquered. Keep our minds focused on him. And you know what? Shadow of death is not death, it's shadow. It might be near, but it's not upon you. It can come so close. But you know what? God will lead you through that darkness. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And when we think of table, it's like come from my culture, we think of food. We, we love food. We describe food with great passion. It's like something comes alive and I talk to you, you might even taste it and smell it, the five senses is evoked, comes alive, you know? And, and yes, God wants to prepare a feast for us. You know, He wants to feed us. He wants to provide for us. But that one day, and I was studying this, that suddenly there was another revelation um, came to me that, you know, our enemies, you know, we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness. That is our enemy. That is God's enemy, and it is our enemy. He prepared a table before our enemy, which is his enemy. You know what? The table, food, we eat, and it's gone. It perish. But I, the Lord is saying that I prefer a f- table is, is the fruit of the Spirit. That food never perish. That is is his intent, that we bear the fruit of the Spirit. That is where the transformation begins to happen. You see, you know, he he would boast before our enemies. You see, you try to kill him. You try to destroy her. You see what happened? My son and my daughter become stronger. Look at that. Look at how Job... Right? And God restored everything back to Job. And, and things might have come to try to destroy you. But you know what? God is with you. He's your shepherd. He's holding you by your hand. He's holding you by your hand. So sometimes you do not know and uncertain what tomorrow will be. Hey, my daddy is holding my hand. And he knows all things. I'm secure. I'm secure. You anoint my head with oil. You know what? When, when God appoints somebody in the past, they always anoint them with oil, right? And, and with the appointment come the, uh, comes the anointing. He anoints those. If you have been called God, His anointing will enable you and I to do what He has called. Right? If you call me, you better anoint me. But at the same time, the oil. You know what? The mind is the devil's battleground. He plays. He can't get you in your spirit. He can't get you because you belong to the Lord. But he, you know what? Mental health is on the increase. Depression comes through thought patterns that affect our emotion and they have expression in our daily walk. He has anointed our head. When, 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 when something, you know, you lubricate something with oil, what happens is that you try to grab a hold of that thing, you can't, it slips right away. He can get you. He can hold on to you, but he, you know, he can grab you, but he can't hold on to you. You slip right out of his hand. And thought, your head has been anointed. Our thought has been anointed. You know, it will slip out of his hand. Amen? So be reminded that you are anointed. And, um, and my cup overflows. You know what? This year... We, the theme for this year is recalibrate for overflow. You know, we overflow. And, and, and it has to be in line, fix our eyes on the shepherd, on the word, and he will cause that overflow. We can't because he's the one that is pouring. We are the recipient. We position ourselves. We fix our mind. He is the one that is going to pour to cause it overflow. He, he can't bless what is not his. 
not in alignment with his character and his desire, his plan, right? And, and if he is, has called, then you know what? You and I don't have to fuss. Let him do the work. And no, we position, we obey. He is the one in due time, at the appointed time. Do you know what? David was the youngest. He was appointed at that time, anointed. But the appointment came when he was 30 years old. Yeah, called, that is time of preparation leads to the appointment. And he is going to cause your cup to overflow. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Diane shed, reminded of God's love. Yeah, he has created you and I. Why wouldn't he love you? Even my children, no matter what they did, as a mom, an a human being mom would do, would still love my child, would still there be, you know, do what it needs, require to, um, for my children. How much more the shepherd that laid down his life. He is a good shepherd. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord. The next time when I share, I really want to pull apart on something the Lord shown and something that He He opened up even to a greater level at the conference, the last conference that um, we attended. Um, what it means to be in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is not attend meetings. Come for that. I won't share it today. And, and, and it's powerful. What, what does God intend for his house to be? What does God intend, expression for his house? A house not to be kept and hidden. A house set on the hill so that his name be glorified. A house needs to sh shine forth his light. And just um, before I conclude, I would like to read Psalms 23 from the Passion Translation. We can't get it. We don't have it um, on the screen. I'll read it to you. Just drink it in. and um, It says, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in His luxurious love. His, tra his tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where He restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honour to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me. 
for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. Amen.